0: All right, welcome to the Hello Sport podcast for another week, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Uh, joined, as always, uh, at my right-hand side is Edward Simpson. Hello, Eddie. Hi. Hello, you? Tom. Pleasure uh, to be here with you, mate. Thanks for coming again, Edward. Nice of you to show up today. Oh, well, look. Uh, Anything for you, bro. It's an interview week. It's an interview week. We are joined by uh, Dylan Buckley in the studio with us, AFL uh, midfielder. Is that right, or are you off, uh, 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 I mean, uh, this is Wikipedia, so obviously... yeah.
1: Midfielder? Yeah, yeah, I've ran through the midfield before. I, okay. I do play forward, but um, it's good to see you done your research. Well, there you go. But firstly, welcome, welcome to the show, Edward Burma. Thanks for having me, boys. Big fan of the show. Can't believe
0: I fucked that intro up. So, <laughs> not a midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> I should have um, just let you go. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Best you pull me up. <laughs> yep. uh, you played with Carlton. You playing with GWS now. Yep. Uh, off the bat, me and Eddie probably need to let you know that we aren't the most AFL literate people. So we will, as evidenced by the fact he <laughs> thought you were a midfield. Yes. Yeah. No. I um I gathered that one. Yes. Mm. We will at some point uh, later on in the show as well. We sort of want to just get some. Uh, well, I mean, AFL information from you, basically. Yeah, look, like, we just need, like, a, a starter pack. If we're,
1: if we're going to a game, when do I yell ball? Yeah, mm. yeah, no, I can definitely help you with it. Um, there's not many things I um, I know a lot about, but um, I'd like to think that's one of them.
0: Yeah, well, I'd hope so. We mm. would all hope. That's perfect. Um, also, host of the Dylan Friends podcast yep. on the Diamond Tenor Podcast Network, the same network that we are also a part of. Yeah, we're neighbours. So we're... we're Brothers? Brothers in podcasts? Car- yeah, yeah, yeah. Neighbours, Are we brothers? comfortable with that sort of language? I love language. Yeah, I think we definitely. can get to brothers this early on. I mean, he's only I mean, just I, met you. I don't hate it, Tom. <laughs> no, I like it. Does it look like I hate it? <laughs> no, it seems like you like it. Um, <laughs> let's get into it. Yep. So you're now with uh, GWS, were with Carlton. Yeah. You went to Carlton with the father-son rule. Was that? Does that mean that you weren't drafted in the normal way that a draft happens? How does that all work? Yeah, basically,
1: basically. Um, so the father-son rule being, I don't know if you have it in the in the league. No, Con, no not, no, but no, I'm no. aware okay. of. No. Okay, so basically, yeah, my dad, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Buckley, um, uh, he's pretty well known, so he, he played uh, over 100, 150 games, three premierships um, with the, with the Carlton, Carlton Blues. So, uh, under those those games and the rules, I classified as a father son, meaning um, Carlton had first priority. On me. Um, luckily enough for them, no one else, no one else was keen. So, <laughs> I, I was taken. Uh, basically, there's a bidding system where they nominate me as a father son. Uh, if any other clubs want me, they pick me in the draft and then Carlton will have to match it with their next available pick. Um, okay. So no one else bidded. Um, so they would have to use one of their picks? Basically. They would have to. I, I normally just go as the, the later pick in the draft because right, right, uh, right. normally the, the clubs know that look, it's already nominated. He'll end up there anyway. So um, yeah, ended up there. Um, six years with the Blues, some of the best times of my life but I'm um, up in Sydney now. Well, I'd always thought to myself, is the, is this, is the AFL draft much like your NBA's your baseballs, your basketballs.
0: Yeah, you know, because yeah. because it's getting it's starting to get a bit of fanfare and a bit of it like, is. Yeah, um, it is. It's like televised. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Can you go to the draft? And potentially, not like, cause be yeah, not be drafted. You're there with your <laughs> folks, and you gotta like just go home. <laughs> so, you go home
1: wearing your suit and shit. To you got fucking and yeah. got <laughs> <tailing laughs> shit. Gotta take it back. <laughs> literally. So um, this year they actually it was the first year they split it over two nights. So they did the first 22 picks. Um, so the alphas night one, the big dogs up first. Yeah. 22 picks done, and um, the next night they come back and do the rest of the boys. Mm. And um, One of the boys who got invited, we actually picked him up at the Giants, um, young Bobby Hill, and he was touted as a top 10 pick. Anyway, um, gets to pick 22. Big Bobby's not called out. He's ready. He's at the draft. He's there. And he goes, Well,. I'm going to have to come back tomorrow. He had to sleep on it, come back. Luckily, he was picked up with the 23rd pick the next day. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was a little bit embarrassing. Far out. That would be. Oh, that would be a long night yeah. for poor Bobby. Was mm. it Bobby? Bobby? Bobby. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Bobby. Well, shout out to Bobby. Yeah, yeah shout out. I'm apparently a massive fan of the show, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he a regular listener? I love yeah.
0: you, Bobby. <laughs> well, he must be a league fan because there's, <laughs> <chat. Well, laughs> be there's not a whole lot of AFL chat. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, when we can fit it in, we're we doing something. Well, that's it. We're sort of. We're making our We had to learn at some point we thought you'd be the best person to
1: sort of yep break that us in. Break us in. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. So if you're a young buck, <coughs> you're from Melbourne. Which I am. Yeah. is like, and you, you're playing footy for school and you've obviously got your sights in the AFL. Yep. Is all the chatter amongst you and your mates, is it, I want to be, I want to make the draft? Like, is that, is that the only way you can get into an AFL team? Yeah, so back when I was getting picked up, um, it definitely was. So it was pretty much, if you didn't get drafted, it was, you know, very unlikely you weren't going to make it any other way right? Um, these days it's it's incredible a lot of um, I don't know the exact percentage on it but they're absolutely loving the mature ages these days so through the state level comps you know, you've know got the VFL in Victoria you've got the NEFL up here in Sydney um, Sydney and Gold Coast and then you've got the Waffle Sample all these um, state league comps that are producing some really good players so you'll, you'll see um, for those AFL, um, you know, fans, a guy named Tim Kelly was from the Waffle. He got picked up last year by the um, Geelong Cats, um, and he was—I think he was about 26 years old. Mm. Have you heard of? Tim? No, I was just going to say Waffle West Australian. Western Australian, sorry, yes, yeah. so that's a Western Australian like second, sort of second division, second division. Right, yeah. So this guy Tim Kelly, he'd obviously missed out on the draft for five years. Um, really good player, dominating at, at that waffle level um, he got picked up to Geelong and ended up coming second in their BNF in his first year. Um, best which and is fairest. Best and fairest, which is incredible. Second? Like, it's just second, which he, he, he actually lost by one vote, um, which, is, which is amazing. I've never seen anything like it and he actually re- uh, requested a trade back to, to WA after that because he wanted to go home, but Geelong were just like no, we, we can't take you because they've got the minimum two year contracts in your first year right. so you can't leave unless a club does a deal yeah, which, yeah. which helps them, and um, he's, he's stuck at Geelong now, yeah. which he's happy about, I'm sure. But he probably will. But he would get back. go go back there. And is there? I
0: mean, is there some sort of like if he just comes and kills it straight away? He's. A, I assume he goes from like a rookie contract of sorts, and then he's just like, can he?
1: Be, would he be able to get a bump up straight away, or would it be no, like you just no you're on for no? So and just gotta wear it? the draft uh, works in where you get picked up. So if you're a first round, second round, third round, there's different wages, and that's set for two years. So oh, basically, the first pick and the twenty-second pick, which is the first round, they're all on the same. Okay. Second, uh, second pick, second round picks, third round picks. They're on, you know, maybe five grand less every year. So the first two years, you um, you're on a set wage. After right. that's when you start negotiating. Okay, interesting. So did you say he had done five drafts and had yeah, I successfully something like that. Five Ugh. five drafts. There is something to be said though, and
0: it even happens in rugby league where like when there was the they brought in the under twenties competition in the n r l and then they found like there was, there was there was such a difference between being a twenty year old or a nineteen year old and coming and playing against men than when there were these guys that were uh you know that have a couple of years they get to like twenty four twenty five playing in the second division competitions that were just far more ready. for the rigours of first grade football when they come in. So there is also, it is also I can kind of also see
1: how that might happen in terms of someone just Well, some guys just develop a bit later and I think that's a key that they're seeing now. Like these guys are, you know, maybe they were skinny and then within two years they grow and put on 10 kilos. So I'm not the biggest bloke and, you know, I was pretty lucky to get, you know, picked up at that age because if I didn't, I don't know if I would have, it might have taken me a couple more years to do that. Right. So how old were you? I was 18. Jesus. Straight out. Straight out. Literally finished, literally finished my year 12 exam, which I um, wouldn't have... Aced? Yeah, no, we'll go with that. Yeah. We'll go with that, yeah, which I aced, and um, yeah, straight into the, to training the next day. So all my mates were heading off to schoolies, and um, yeah, I was straight into training. Shit. Oh, so you didn't have time to, to celebrate? No time. No oh, time whatsoever. Jesus. Far out. So you get to Carlton. Um, what was that experience like? So obviously you dreamt about it, most, well, I assume, all your yep. life. Finally, get there hanging out with the big dogs. You would have got there right when is that in and around when they were winning flags? Uh, no, no, we they were still in finals, yeah. I haven't, won, when was the last haven't won, a flag, won a flag since '95, yeah. so I was born '95. Oh, Carlton, sorry, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I had Geelong in my head for some reason, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, Carlton, <laughs> no, nah, look, so did I, but <laughs> but I <didn't> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Carlton. No good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, pretty much. So when I first got there, um, I think I said, well, I was just very young and uh, a jovial character. And I think um, that first year was a massive, massive learning curve and change for me. I really. Really shocked the system. I think I sort of got there and just, just thought things were going to happen, thought I was going to play 22 games in my first year at 60 kilos and <laughs> had absolutely no work ethic at all, had absolutely really? no idea. Really? So you kind of, of, of like words.
0: think you'd made it by just 100%. getting picked up?
1: Well, you got to, like I was a father-son that, you know, everyone was telling me that it was just, you know, I was going to go to Carlton, you know, play and win a flag and whatnot. And I just, you know, just believe it at that, yeah. that young age. And I never really had someone to pull me, pull me back into line until I got there. And I think they... They probably sensed that pretty early, and um, I reckon there might have been a few people there that just said, "All right, let's got to teach this kid a few, few lessons." And that first month, I swear to God, I probably was the hardest month of my life. They just ran me ragged. i probably did a lot of more extra sessions than anyone else, and really, really tried to, to break me, which they successfully did. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty tough year, my first year. But I, I did um, play some early games in the NAB cup and played pretty well, and um, was playing well. But I ended up snapping one of my the tendon in my hand, which set me back, it's one of the weirdest injuries because it genuinely just felt like a, a jarred finger, but I snapped the tendon, which is about a ten to fifteen week recovery. Oh, so yeah. I was absolutely fine, but just had to get this this thing recovered and uh, missed out on nearly a quarter of my first year. So by the time I got back, it was it was pretty late, and um, yeah, it was it was a tough first year, but I, I definitely learned a lot. Uh, just wanted to clarify this injury. If so, what you just it affected its movement or it yeah, was so painful or basically it was actually on a it was on a um saturday morning so it was a cold cold sort of session and mm. in melbourne you don't really get used to it up here but we have cold days in melbourne and um <laughs> yeah basically just sort of felt like i slapped the end of my finger i didn't really think much of it and i went to come off the track taking my jumper off and noticed that my finger still hadn't come back to to feeling and as i was closing it it just would Stick like this. I know we're doing a podcast. You can't see it, but I'm It'd showing the boys. Like even a rude finger. It stay up like I was. Yeah, just had absolutely no control over it. So basically, the tendon snapped on retracting um, towards myself and had no feeling in it whatsoever. Um, and they said, "Look, it's one of those things. You can tape it to the other one and play with it, but if you don't get it done straight away, you'll probably never have that feeling back ever again." Oh, so it's sort of like, look, I'm better off just getting it done. Yeah, I'm 18 yeah. years old and yeah, um, get it done early. So that was a start.
0: Uh, and so you're out for fifteen weeks. How
1: long was it until you debuted AFL? Played my first game uh, in round three the next year. Yeah, round what round, round three. That was at Eddie Had Stadium. Okay. Uh, is it true that you kicked a goal with your first touch of the ball? Well, I kicked a goal with my first kick within about I think it was like twelve seconds, and then dead set. I didn't get a kick after it. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, so I thought well, I went from like starting the game thinking how good is this? this is the easiest thing ever I'm gonna absolutely kill it to like literally touching it maybe two more times after and got dropped the next week. <laughs> 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 Ruthless. Yeah, it was great. Did you get the win though? Uh, no. Ah, no. Ah, wonderful. Did, did, you, yeah. did you ever play at the G? Yeah, played at the G a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The G was great. That, like I imagine that
0: was quite a, like a bucket list thing
1: yeah it was fantastic obviously um, like I never got to play there as a junior like I, not many do really but um, yeah first game at the G was actually my second game which was it took me the next year to play no way so you so you didn't come back for the rest of the season no so I got literally got that uh, broke my uh, sorry got dropped rest of the year in the twos again um and then came back and then debut uh played my second game in round two and then stayed in for the rest of the year after that
0: wow so you so how was it then for you getting that debut game did you expect that you'd get did you expect to at least play a couple more games the rest of the year was that another sort of learning curve thing what was
1: yeah well it it probably was to be honest i thought that you know again that young mentality of myself like playing i thought you know i'm in now sweet this is going to be in forever it's going to work out and probably had to like learn more about professionalism and whatnot and um yeah so i was pretty i was shocked at the time but looking back now i'm not shocked at all yeah um and i think it's probably taught me so many lessons in the long run on on that sort of stuff does a coach is someone talking to you about the reasons you've been dropped and what you need to do to get back into the side or is it just sort of you're not playing this week mate and you got to come up with reasons yourself (laughs) yeah yeah well that's what it should be, and that's what it's meant to be. And I think at that time, like Mick Moldhouse was our coach. He's a yeah. famous, really famous coach. Um, awesome coach. was unbelievable. He gave my start and gave me so much confidence. But with that one, um, which was probably my undoing, I never really seeked that feedback. I just thought, oh, I'm dropped. Like, I'll just go back and play well and then mm-hmm. go again. And um, I, I probably didn't seek enough feedback when I was young to what I needed to do to, to play um, consistent footy. So um, that was probably my own fault really at that stage but yeah it's something I've definitely improved on and still trying to improve on because it's um it's never ending really the feedback um you're getting it most days my career has been crazy I think like it's just so different um I, no one's careers are the same but um yeah I've made a lot of mistakes and things that I should have done but in hindsight like I never knew what I should have done so I can never get angry at myself but always say like I'll never be pissed off unless I don't act on it mm. and um, I like to think that the things that I have I did back then like I'm acting on now, yeah. um, not to say that there's still things that I can get better at and um, I had a chat the other day with some guys about some things that I just need to totally improve on but um, I think that's about being an athlete is just continually trying to, to get better and I think one thing I've learned is the game that we play like yeah you've got to be skillful and, and talented and whatnot, but it's 90% in the head and it's just about how you can get that edge on other people and um, and be professional and care and whatnot. So, um, that's the biggest thing I've learned. I've been in the game for eight years now, and that's something that I'm still trying to work on every day.
0: So, your second year, you got to debut. You played the rest of the height. You played the full season. So, in my third year, third I did. Year. Yeah. Yeah. So, something was going right there. Were you? Was that like? Was that? Is that the most consistent footy you've played?
1: Um, yeah, probably was. To be honest, like, I think it was really cool. Like, Mick was the coach then. Like, um, he was a very old school coach, and he was just sort of like. I, I, as a player I had a bit of speed and just sort of took the game on and he just always encouraged me to just go out there and just do my thing and just really um, just go for it and I sort of you know when I was there I was just playing on confidence and just playing on instinct and um, yeah it definitely was probably some of the best footy I played in that year I was playing half back and just really just doing uh, doing what the team wanted but he was sort of backing me in and I just had real confidence out of that so um, he was definitely one that taught me just to just play to my strengths
0: What was he like Everett, like he is a famous. He's like I compare him to Wayne Bennett. He's like the yeah, Wayne Bennett. Yeah, definitely. The AFL. Yeah, How many? Definitely. He's won a fair few. Well, he's got, got the games
1: records he? of coaching
0: as well. Well, like most games coach yeah. Wayne Bennett's got that as well. He's a hundred percent Wayne Bennett. Yeah, yeah, and he just reminds me of him.
1: He's a bit. He's a bit like Heart-edged, surly with the with the media, media as well. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah.
0: But an operator. He's
1: cool. Yeah, and then cool. he went
0: to Collingwood and won a flag. So he's,
1: yeah. Uh, wait, was it Collingwood? It, no no it, he won a flag with collingwood no he was at west coast first yeah for he won um a flag with them two flags with them i think 91-92 yeah 92. pretty sure 92. so he won those flags with them and then went to collingwood for like 40 years or something and then came to carlton which is like I oh, so he was at collingwood for he ages. was at Collingwood for ages so i'm trying to work out that what the you know you got the what's the the team here you got the north sydney uh, not Miami North Sydney No, 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 sorry Cut this out Because I can't If you said North Sydney no, I would have spat in your No, face. I can't do it Because I was trying to compare it To when like Wayne Bennett went to St. George in one, yeah. one But I didn't, yeah. didn't realise Mick was House Roosters, the yeah, roosters. So yeah, Roosters Who's yeah. their arch rival? South, south Sydney Yeah, so he's gone from right, There to like South it's like going
0: Roosters yeah. to South Changing,
1: right Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah Mutiny Oh, yeah, because Collingwood and Carlton hate each other Yes And Essendon as well? And Essendon as well, yeah What are those derbies like? Are they huge? fucking huge. biblical yeah. or what? Yeah, they're massive But at the moment, because sort of Carlton struggled over the last few years They're still massive Like mm. they are They're like those games where no matter where you're on the ladder Those teams lift and they put in a good show mm. And crowds rock up for the game Crowds rock up, yeah get like 90,000, don't they? Yeah What's the biggest crowd you play in front of? Oh, we're well, lucky enough at that cart and we used to play round one so we get the schedule every week uh, every year sorry round one Thursday night versus Tigers. Tigers um, and one game yeah there would have been at least 90 there fuck huge
0: Jesus Christ
1: yeah. are you nervous clearly you're nervous before a game like that or is it just business as usual Oh no I'd be lying if I said it was business as usual It's definitely It's definitely nerve wracking But um, It's one of those things You know When, you, when you're in the zone you, you really just put it out And it's just like a normal game It honestly is The only yeah. time you The only time you yeah. sort of Take it in is when Like someone kicks a goal And you just hear the noise And you're like Well shit, shit like, There's a lot of people in there
0: So do you don't have any Like pre Do you have any pre-game rituals Or you know You gotta like You spew we, You know A couple people tell us You know mm. They spew before every single game Or they we have gotta put socks on a certain way or-
1: Yeah Um
0: Look, can't root before a game. Like <laughs> sorts of things.
1: No, no. I um. My biggest one. I've learned over my career. I used to be like that younger days, but now my ritual is to debunk last week's ritual. So like, if I do something like if I do something the week before, I'll try not to ever do that again because I never want to have something that I have to do every week. Yeah, if that makes sense. You don't want to be in control. You Seriously. don't want to be controlled by. I don't want to be controlled ritual. by anything because I know like if I get to like. The end of the year, one day, it's grand final day, and I can't find my lucky jocks. Yeah. Like I don't want yeah. to have that. So,
0: how many years were you at Carlton before uh, it all ended? Yes, I was there for six,
1: six years. Right, and yeah, so six six the seasons. last year, what was like? What's what was why were you delisted? Yeah, it's it's a good question. I do know the answer to be honest, but it was I obviously just wasn't playing well enough. Um, right. I was in like a terrible mindset in my last year. I was just so like pissed off and angry that I wasn't playing and um I was my own worst enemy like I just instead of like going out and seeking uh seeking ways to improve and um having chats with the coaches I just like totally avoid it and just be like look to get back in the team I'm just gonna go out there and like smash it and play as good as I can and train as hard as I can and just keep everything bottled up to myself and never speak to anyone and just do it the hard way Mm. which is totally like just not how you should do things Mm. and um yeah, i just drove myself insane because like the more i just kept it to myself the more i just the worse i played so yeah. it got to the end of the year and i was just like i knew i was getting delisted like i'm not stupid yeah but um what do you like how how do you
0: how do you know that purely just because you aren't playing well or is there like you just kind of get a vibe from yeah like and... like look
1: i i the year before i played like 10 oh, like 10 games or something and then the next year i'd signed I'd sign a one year deal and i was out of contract And I played one game and it just wasn't, I wasn't anywhere near it. Like I played one game, did my hammy in like the first quarter. Right. Not that, like I'm saying that that had anything to do with it. No, um, just you didn't. Yeah, just didn't take my opportunity. And then honestly, like I had one of the best like exit reviews ever like with them. And it was so cool because like I'm so, I'm still so thankful because like that year I said I was like so in my head about stuff and like i literally sat down with him and like bolts who i just totally respect so much and such an awesome coach that i had and um bolts is is a coach of carlton still is right and um he's just like mate what do you want to do and i was like look to be honest mate like even if you offered me a contract on a will i think it's best like we just end it like mutually like i love this club so much i've learned so much this year's been the biggest growth for me uh like it's been awesome he'd really taught me a lot and like it just sort of had an epiphany like that week before that i was like wow this is awesome like i've learned so much yeah it's been a really like hard terrible year like i literally like had at the time i was just like so angry but at the end of it i was like wow i've learned so much and i've grown as a person and as much as much as i didn't play well on the field like off field was going so well mm. and i'd taken everything that i'd learned that year and used it like in my life and i thought like I'm so happy right now. I just want to, like, I leave leave on good terms. Um, it was so weird because, like, we left and, like, we are all, like, crying and hugging and just, like, Jeez. it was sick. It was really cool. It was really cool. And, like, the guys were, like, look, if you want to get on another list, we're going to help you. So, like, they, they like, put me in touch with, like, heaps of other clubs. And I genuinely reckon if I didn't leave like that, like, there'd be no way for that I'm still at Carlton. Like, if I'd have left and just has been, like, stuff used this, this is all your fault, whatever, which it wasn't. So, like, I never yeah. did. But... Um, yeah, they put in, like, some really good words for me just to, like, restart my, my career with the Giants. And, um, yeah, I just couldn't be more thankful that like, we both handled it so maturely. And I just yeah. think, like, you know, it's just like a mutual breakup. Yeah, like, yeah. You just know you're just both not really best for each other and it's funny because like i love the club like i grew up like i still love them so much Mm. like some of my best mates still play there um i love the fans the fans still like support me even though i play for another team like Mm. they're just like the best fans ever so um i absolutely have nothing but love and respect for all those people Mm. and i think they know that the whole community knows that so um it was such a yeah such a good time and such a mutual breakup and i just thank them so much for everything
0: um, just you were talking about uh, the like how your last year was, your mental side yeah. of things. Yeah, and we spoke to a former Wallaby Drew Mitchell like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and he was sort of talking about how you know he goes and seeks therapy more so now after his career, but like he talks about players during their career that fucking just you know bottled yeah. things up and it got the better of them, not even just yourself, but obviously because you've been talking about it. How do you, How have you found managing that side of things? Was it, like, I guess for... There's so much pressure in an athlete's sort of position, yeah. maybe more so because it's public. I don't know. Maybe yeah. everyone deals with it the same way. But did you find that, like, that side of things was getting overwhelming? 100%. Did you, did you yeah.
1: have to go and speak to someone? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I love the question, man. Like, that year, like, I'm the biggest advocate for like that mental health and like i was always i've always loved it and i've always preached it but like in terms of practicing it myself i was a bit of like no no it's not for me i don't need it Mm, and that year like was just so stressful and like i genuinely like there was times where i'd go home and just be like i literally want to quit like i just don't even want to go back Mm. and that's not me because i'm like a really positive guy like really love life and um yeah like i really did like not saying i like had like depression or anything but i did definitely have some like Really tough times at that year, and um, Bolts, the coach at Carlton, and uh, the the team there, like they were really into the whole. Um, to the mental side of thing, which was awesome, and they mm. taught us so much about like equilibrium and having a work life balance and um, i 'll never forget we had this one lesson on gratitude, and it just like it 's totally changed my life, like how we did it and I never realized how much that stuff actually had an impact on me until I left, yeah. and it was awesome, and I was like now i 'm like so into that um, you know I really do work on my on my mental health, and I see we 've got a guy at the club. I try and speak with him at least, you know, once a fortnight, just to check in and and have like chats with him, like. Um, just not even about um, n- not just about footy stuff but just life stuff as well like mm. I think you know you'd be lying if anyone didn't have some form of anxiety it's just it's just absolutely. natural yeah. um, and for me yeah it was definitely something I think like the whole thing about me living in Melbourne um, living in growing up in Fitzroy which is right next to Carlton like I literally grew up in a one kilometre radius my whole life knew absolutely everyone around the area played for Carlton my dad was a superstar um, I was just getting sick of Living in Melbourne and just like everyone sort of knowing your business and yeah. um, it was it was super stressful and I think like moving to Sydney now I've just like never been happier not not to say like I didn't love Melbourne it was just like moving to Sydney is just. I walk around and just do whatever I want. I'm near the beach. I'm near the sun. And mm. looking at those lessons I learned to do with mental health and getting in a really good work-life balance. And you know, I've started my podcast. So I have things going on outside of footy. Yeah, um, I'm really, yeah, really, really happy with where that's all at. But I know it's something that you always got to just check in with and yeah, I couldn't encourage it anymore. I think I read um, that you'd planned to move away from Melbourne before you were drafted by yeah. the Giants. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just you just knew in, in your heart that you needed a sea change. Needed- yeah, yeah get out and see a little bit more of the world and yep. sort of break out of the bubble you'd been in. Yeah, 100% man, I, I literally, it was incredible.
0: So did you, so how did the Giants thing come out then? So was there, was and you may have said this to me before, yeah. were, you, were you at a point can just can thinking you weren't gonna play footy again?
1: Yeah, so like when I got delisted, I went to, I went away. I was like, look, I need to go away, got me best mates. We went to um, South America for a month, which was which was fun. Yeah, um, cool. was too much fun well, I mean, no and um, yeah, got back, very fat. Um, wasn't really By tra- AFL standards, probably because yeah. you're sitting across from me. And I'm, well, yeah, I, I, I'd like, had, were you were you Tom fat? <laughs> <laughs> not that fat. No, that's just, no, no, not many are. Didn't blow out that fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um I'd sort of just you know you just had that sort of midlife twenties crisis and just like wanted to just go and go away and just get away from everything. And um I'd had knee surgery as well, so I hadn't really been doing any training at all. Um and all I know was that I wanted to um, get away and just like get into a new state and just experience new things. So I'd been one of those people, like I said before. I just knew everyone in my area. Thought I'd always live in the same spot, you know, live in my parents' home and have kids and just go to the same primary school. Um, but yeah, got back and it was actually a scary time because I got back and my contract had already ended, but I was still getting paid toward to like the end of November, mm. and this one had been like September, and I was like. Oh well, shit! Like I don't have a job. I've got a mortgage. Um, just got back from a trip. Like I had some savings, but I was like, I don't want to chew into this. Like mm. this is this is getting pretty scary. And anyway, the the rookie draft was like literally. I think my last pay had come in like that month, and then my other pay, like the rookie draft, was the next month. Yeah. So it was like when I was due to get paid again, I wasn't getting paid, and that was the date the draft was on. Yeah. yeah right. And I was like, shit. Like this is going to be hectic, but I had this really cool thing where my sister got me onto, and I swear to God, people joke about this all the time, but I, I'm a big fan of it. I still don't practice it as much as I should, but um, the law of attraction. Yeah, I had this meeting with the Giants, and I, I read this. Uh, I saw this video. so it was like uh, people talking about like pretending you're already something you're not. So I got back and um, had the meeting with the Giants, and um, I was like, you know what? I want to move to Sydney. I want to move to Sydney? I'm gonna blame the Giants. So I said in my head, I go, you know what, for the next 30 days, I'm gonna pretend I'm already a Giants player and that I live in Sydney. I swear to God. Dude, and people go to me, did people you buy like, a Jersey. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm not even kidding. Know? Like it got to the stage where people would say, like, what are you thinking, man? What are you gonna do next year? And I'd be like, Oh, I don't know, man, in my head. Oh, sorry, out loud. And then in my head, I'm like, Shut up, man. You're playing for the Giants next year. Right? It's, it's going to be fine. Like You're playing for the Giants. You're going to move to Sydney. Life's going to be sweet. Life's going to be great. You're going to go to the Giants. And then they're like, Oh, yeah, maybe you should start thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I will. I will. Sweet. All good. And... Um, yeah like Man no joke Like I was I remember the day I'll never forget it Like the rookie draft was on And I still hadn't told my I've had a girlfriend for 8 years mm. And um So have we actually So yeah. we're all we lifers is- Yeah so well, I had my missus for 8 years And I just didn't want to get her hopes up Because I think she knew How bad I wanted it But I'm never one to really Say how bad I wanted it Just in case I got Don't let down yeah. yeah And um Yeah the rookie draft was on that morning And like we, um, I'd been for about six walks with my dog that day. Poor dog, she was nearly dead. Like it was that hot, and um, just to like get the the stress out. And I hadn't heard anything yet. And I spoke to jazz I was like, "Oh, come on, let's go for a walk." She's like, "You fucking, you've been walking like for the last hour. Like, what is, what's going on?" I was like, "No, no, it's all good. Like, we'll go for a walk and and whatnot." Anyway, so we go down the park, and it was just about to come on in the next like five minutes. And I'm yeah. just like sitting on my phone. And she's like you never talk to me and i was like "Oh, and I'm like, oh. And I, was like, I was like i was like oh, I was like, oh come on I'm like it's all good like you know yeah talking to her but like still on my phone like watching this because it's like the drafters we we're talking about before it's like this massive thing on tv like fox sports just like live straight away so you so you kind of went into the draft a second no no so i wasn't in the draft i was in the rookie draft so the rookie draft is like on dial-up broadband it like literally (laughs) takes seven minutes to reload the page so like
0: little less fanfare
1: you refresh it and like seven picks come up so you don't know like what's going on yeah right 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 yeah so i'm just like there on my phone just like walking like make sure the reception's on starts (laughs) da 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 just anyway, refreshing, just refreshing, refreshing. 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 And I refresh it and I see like two of my really good mates got picked up. And I was like, fucking good on them. Like, that is so good. I'm so happy for him. Because I genuinely was wrapped for him. And I was about to call him, and as I exit it, I'm like, hang on, I'll go back into it. And my name's in between those two. Oh, really? You didn't see your I own name. It. It. I didn't even see it. And I said to Jaz, I was just like, babe, like, you wanna go, you wanna to move to Sydney? And she's like, What do you mean? I'm like, well, I just got picked up by the Giants, like, we're oh, going, and she's just, like, you know, like, broke down, like, didn't know what to think, but, like, I felt bad that I didn't tell her, but I just didn't want to, like, get her home. Yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, I get that, um, I just, get that, yeah, And literally. so that's not something that you, like, manager, well, he's calling you about during the day going, We've, there's been an office, there's no office until you drafted. Uh, no, that's what I'm pissed off about, because I got to the club, and they're like, yeah, hey, good, mate, like, you know, like, you know, we told your manager, like, a few days ago, and I was like. Yeah, well, he didn't tell me anything, <laughs> so I had no idea. And um, yeah, I literally want to fly that night, so that's what happened. Jesus. Sorry, guys, phone alarm going off. Um, <laughs> Jesus. So why didn't you manage to tell you? Um, I think he was probably the same as me. Like I was so keen to do it. I think he just didn't want to get my hopes up either, Ooh. just in case. You know, with these drafts, it's never, it's never one hundred percent. Yeah, so, um, right, right, Just right. to make sure it all happen, But yeah, I was. Yeah, so, so grateful um, for the opportunity for the Giants have given me and, um, yeah, just absolutely loving my life up here now. So this is your second season? Second season with the Giants, Yep. Yeah. So you're balls deep in pre-season? Yeah, we are at the moment. It's pretty hectic. How's that going? It's good. It's is tough. there anything more gruelling than an AFL pre-season? Out in the hot Western Sydney sun? The only more running gruelling thing all day? is coming back not ready for it right so right yeah. yeah if you're not ready um and look i said to myself i'm not stupid i just i left i left no stone unturned this this offside like, and it's my last sort of crack at it just to really give it a, a hot nudge so i've come back in good nick and ready to go whereas some other ones in the past have come off surgeries and and you're not quite ready and it's understood but they still try and get you up to speed pretty quickly so yeah. and, um yeah it's definitely a lot easier not saying easier; it's still very hard but it's it's easier when you actually can keep up so what's a what's a cardio session look like oh okay so just so just before
0: that you're saying you reckon it's your last crack do you so you reckon this way if you don't sort of you mean like this year like if you yeah i think sort of what you see i think yeah. you've
1: got to look at it like that like at look at the end of the day like i've been in the system for eight years now right. so it's not like i'm a kid anymore you don't really get um any uh what's a, what's a word I'm looking for special yeah? treatment yeah special treatment like I'm older a player I'm there for to play a role um, if I can play it it's there for me like which I showed I can do last year yeah um, so I'd they'd definitely be expecting me to do the same and don't get me wrong like there I I think that I'm I can do it again and I'd love to keep playing as long as I can but I think I work best on that mentality when I am putting myself under a little bit of pressure yeah, just right. purely because of when I was younger and I was an 18 year old on these three year deals and you sort of just think oh this, how heck is this life's, mm. life's awesome so yeah. Um, yeah this is it's a big crack for me and I just think when I say it's my last crack I mean it's probably the wrong terminology I probably mean that this is a real opportunity for me this year to really just have a good crack yeah, and yeah. Um, and cement myself in this team.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes.
1: Well, and good. so you are you contracted beyond t- this year? No. So I signed another one year deal this year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Cardio sessions. Take <laughs> us through it.
0: What's like? The, what's the most fucked up thing you got to do?
1: Oh well. Okay. Um, we do um a lot of like runs, uh where it's like one to so two to one so meaning it'd be like a run for two minutes with a one minute rest yeah run for two minutes with one minute rest so you're resting half of what you're working yes yes, yes. so obviously it just adds up adds up adds up so a session like we used to do was um eight one minute runs with 30 seconds rest so the first like three are like yeah like this is fine but then after that it adds up so we did eight one minute runs 30 seconds rest times two so, you're doing 16 one minute runs, oh, and then after that, you do eight two minute runs with one minute rest, and they are dude, terribly hard. Yeah, it just
0: sounds horrible. Yeah. And it's it, that's be a, a hot that's, pace,
1: I'm guessing. That's about like, that's like. Probably an eight k session,
0: and it's like, and it's a not, it's a hot pace, it's a competitive environment, yeah. so everyone's trying to fucking win. Yeah. that's what you that's what you like. Got to remember as well, with, the, with like uh, with athlete, like professional athletes, it's like the competitive, the most fucked. competitive motherfuckers in the world. Like I've got a we got a very competitive friend, Seb, who just has to win board games, right? But imagine that mon- Monopoly mentality. I've got like, exasperated, exasperated to like forty two mm. cunts play in AFL, and yeah, just yeah. It'd be mental. It's um, tough. What can you do in the
1: beep test? Well, a beep test—I think they stopped them in like the 1970s. Oh, but, um, really? Yeah, we, oh, we yeah. do. Not, <laughs> a, not a Dubbo South primary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we do. Uh, we do like the 2K now. That'd be the main. That'd be the main test, like 2K time trial. Yeah. Um, which is, yeah, it's it's tough. Um, that would I did this year was like a, a pretty good, like for me, a really good run. I was really happy with. So my. my it's on grass, so we run on grass, which is a lot tougher than running on a running track. Yeah. Because um, on a running track, you just bounce like yeah. it's really easy. Mm. Um, we did it on grass in about thirty-five degree heat on our first day back, and I ran a six-six forty. So um, if you that, work, uh, it's like, that's like pretty sharp. Is yeah. a three-minute twenty-k pace, which is which going yeah. okay. But oh, like yeah, yeah. That's, that's still nice. like I came like Amazing. I think I came like like eighth in that. So like one of the winners got like six ten, which is just so, best like, best who best was system. that? Uh, Adam Tomlinson. And this guy, is, this guy is like 190 centimetres and weighs about 90 kegs. Oh, as well. so really? just He's just an incredible athlete. Far out okay i'm still sh- i'm
0: still shocked you guys don't do beep tests anymore
1: <laughs> ever, No, nah, <laughs> yeah. the, the beep test oh, like, wasn't that yeah. the pinnacle of <laughs> yeah of fitness <laughs> like yeah. that was the was, and you missed all the old rumors like dude george trying- gregan bro he can finish it bro yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's so many of those i do remember that but no like the beep test definitely i think like my first year that was when it was like done right so okay
0: well that's disappointing yeah it is disappointing <laughs> um so, first time that I met you, you were coming into uh Triple M to do work experience. Yep. Which, firstly, was already a weird concept for me. Like people are coming to do work experience, are usually like you know weedy retarded <laughs> uni students, or like fucking the boss's son's mate or something, you know. Like, but like you know, you came in and you're this, you're athlete playing for GWS, and I was like, holy shit, this guy's coming in, like to learn off. Us. You like yeah. I feel like I've probably got a little bit more to gain from hearing about his <laughs> philosophy, but I was I found it impressive because you know you're an athlete and you're doing your thing, but you still want to learn and you're interested yeah. in things outside of footy. Uh, have you always been interested in the media side of things? Is that sort of what you've been drawn to? I know at Carlton, you yeah. know, you did your discussions with Dylan, which is sort of that you know you'd sit on the couch and enjoy yeah. the plays the yep. podcast.
1: Yep, was it just were you sort of always drawn to that? Um, I was never really drawn to it, but I think that like I was just the guy that they thought yeah he'll do it and i was like yeah okay why not like i'm not really i I love to talk love to just chat with the boys and just talk shit, really so it was sort of like something that just fitted me pretty easily yeah um and then from there you know like when i was like signing these one-year deals and i was always just like well far out like footy's not gonna last forever like Mm. i want it to last you know till i'm 32 and and whatnot but i've got to start you know thinking about later in life because you i've got a whole another life to live and i thought it, amongst things of like, say, signing these one year deals, it's probably the best thing that ever happened because like I'm so switched on now in terms of like that work life balance and still developing myself outside of outside of um, outside of footy. So when I moved to Sydney, yeah, like. Came in with Berman The boys at Triple M um, Liam and MG Got to give them a shout out Yeah absolutely they're, they're Rush hour, out at Triple M um, Rush out of MG Sorry yeah. On Triple M Weeknights <laughs> 6 till 7 And they, they four were four They nine. were awesome Like they just helped me out so much And I just wanted to really like Network I'd never lived in Sydney So I just wanted to network Find some guys And really just learn off them And um and really be like sort of set up so that you know when my time is up in the game hopefully in you know like five to, five to six years time mm. that I can walk out and just walk in and have a really smooth transition because um, career uh, athlete transition is such a massive major issue in, in sport um, so many people leave the game with just like no Sort of skills because yeah. you know it's such a it's such a high intense work. Like you just don't really have time to do anything else mm. um, unless you really, you know, try.
0: Um, or if I guess also, or if like if you're at the elite level, you can go into like commentary or yeah. you probably got a bit more like. There's only so many commentary and you know those sort of jobs that yeah, yeah you, that you can, you can do. do. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, in AFL, do they do you think they do enough to sort of help out the players to get ready for post career?
1: the AFL has improved so much in the last like three years it's incredible like they give you absolutely everything they give you so many like pathways it's just up to you whether you want to take it yes like I don't know what it is like in the the league again but pretty much all our university gets paid for yeah all of our like you can literally I can get a job here uh, a placement and log my hours and then the AFL pay me to do it Holy so like, shit. you can if you want to do something, you can really like they can they make you can, make, you can accommodate it. So like they're, they're they not know they're that sent, NRL might yeah. pay for
0: your TAFE. I don't know if they they're paying university fees the NRL. Yeah, yeah. Look, maybe I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. they're that's awesome. pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, the podcast Dylan Friends once more. Check it out, Dylan Friends. You've had some pretty fucking. Tight guests already. Yeah. Uh, Lion and Star. Yeah, did I hear the yeah, goat was on? The, the goat, goat was on. on. He there was, was hilarious.
1: I really don't think he knew what he was getting himself into, to be honest. It was, it was hilarious. He rocked up and he's just like, Who the hell are you, man? <laughs> and just have no idea. He's the he's a really funny, dry, really funny guy. So yeah. um no, he was awesome. Him and Starkey. Starkey's a legend, so um shout out to those boys. Thanks. Absolutely. <laughs> um but so The podcast, obviously, looking something you want to grow and build on. Yeah. Who else have you had on? Um, Yeah, I had like a a lot of AFL players on. Um, I had uh, like Josh Kelly, a few of these guys, Brett DeLidio. Um, God, I can't even remember it anymore. I'll Al- Al- oh, with a knee. Yeah, Alex Johnson. Alex Johnson. Yeah, fantastic guest. Alex Johnson, um, really cool guy. Played for the Swans. Did, yes. did a lot of knees. Yes. And, um, just a super uh, supreme person, really. He's just got mm. such a good outlook on life. Um, I did an umpire last week. You did like the Bill Harrigan of the AFL. Yeah. But he's still is he's, there a Bill Harrigan But he's still umpiring. Who's this? I actually reckon this guy's bigger than Bill Harrigan. I don't well, know who Bill Harrigan he he is. Might, he probably is because the sport's bigger. His in. name's Ray uh, Chamberlain. Ray's a Ray. Like, he's massive. Right. Yeah, so okay. I was, like, literally the first person to ever sit down with him. And it was a fucking crack in He it? was awesome, man. It's probably my best one, I reckon. He's literally... He just gave me so much. Well, we loved ours with Bill. Yeah. Funny you should say loved that. So they're, they're just the good blokes. Right. They, get, yeah. the rep, rep, they get the worst rep. They just get the worst rep. Oh, they do. The amount of people that came out to me were like, mate, after listening to that podcast, he's the best bloke I've ever heard. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah.
0: Because, I mean, at the end of the day, they are just people, but you do see them as assholes that ruin games for your team when they yes. don't win. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was a good one. It was a cracker. Again, Dylan, friends. Uh, iTunes, Spotify. iTunes, Spotify. Like, all subscribe, five
1: major podcast people. That's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. So,
0: um, AFL.
1: AFL. That was a sport. <laughs> Talk was, us through it. I've still yeah. never been to a game. I've still never been to a game I've been live. to a couple of you games. You guys, I've got to get you some tickets this year. Get, yeah, let's yeah, get to a seriously. Giants game. But I'd like to... You know what would be funny? If you guys came to a game and, like, commentated... Oh, shit. Call it a, as we see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah, be funny. That. You should do that.
0: <laughs> well, look, I mean, we'll give it a go. Yeah.
1: Where's Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> He's on the bench. Get him
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, Ball.
1: Yeah, when can we say when ball? When do we scream ball and oh, when do we yeah. um when do we not scream ball? Yeah, yes. Okay. So if the ball yeah, okay. Uh let me think. So a uh, ball which is short for holding the ball. Okay. Uh, so okay. that's like holding the ball. But you know Australians we like to shorten, shorten everything. So ball like ball is yelled out predominantly and only when someone is tackled and the ball doesn't come out. So there's only two things it can be. You can either be holding the ball, yep. as in it's the other guy's free kick because he didn't get rid of it, or it's a ball up. So when the fans yell out, "Whoa!" Oh, they're just trying to say, like, they're Give trying to a get free a free kick, kick it's because holding the ball. And so... You if you have an opportunity to get rid of it but you didn't. Yes. Is that when Yeah, so if I've got the ball, I see you coming at me, you try and tackle me and you get me, that's holding the ball. Because like you've managed to basically stop me from releasing the ball, is that what it is? Yeah, and I've had an opportunity to get rid of it. Yeah. But if I pick the ball up and And you tackle me straight away. away and it's that's just a ball up. Yeah yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes so sense. So, when you're about run, running and bouncing the yep. ball, how how Eight. yeah, how like many meters That's you, do you have to run? 15 meters So are you count in your head, but it's, or is it kind of just like oh, yeah, probably about 15. Yeah. I'm a classic like runner and just getting called cool too far. Right. Cuz it's just so Oh, you get called? Cool. I've never seen it called. Cool. Yeah, I like Not I'm just I I'm idiot. Idiot. about fair, yeah. no, but like cuz when you're running like and if you if you're quick, which I am. Um, <laughs> you're running And you're sort of, like, getting chased. It's really hard to, like, mentally think, like, all right, I've got to bounce this as well. And it's really... So it's 15 metres per bounce. Um, But, yeah, like, that does really get cold, unless you're me.
0: Um... I found that AFL seems to be a little bit more, like, casually rough in t- mm-hmm. than, like, like obviously... Oh, it seems rough all sports as fuck. Are, like All sports are rough, and, you know, rugby league's rough, but, like, when you guys are just standing there... Niggly. Niggly, like, punching each other and shouldering each other, I'm always like, fuck, that looks like it hurt. <laughs> and, I, and I'd be, like, sort of, like, tangibly intimidated by this man if he's just fucking...
1: Uh, yeah. Would well, you get me? Oh, I would. Like, how, what's that about? Yeah. Um, I suppose that's just a part of the game. Like, it is pretty funny. Like, most of the boys, like, we all know each other. But, you know, when you cross that line, it's just, it's white line fever. Everyone's got it. And, yeah. you know, when, like, if you've played sport, I know you played twos at St. Albans. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Eastern Suburbs. Eastern suburb. Sorry. Yeah, you. you played You played the twos there. And, like, yeah, when the, adrenaline's, the ones, yeah. when the adrenaline's going, like, you don't feel pain. You know that? Do you know that? Sort of feeling when you just like someone will punch yeah. you in the arm, you are just like oh, ah, yeah, like you jacked yeah, up. Yeah, you jacked up. So it doesn't really hurt till like after the game, right? Um, so yeah, you tend to think you're invincible. Like the niggly stuff, like as much as it's it's silly, it is really silly, but it's just it is so it is. I kind of I'm into it. Though. I like I mean, it. I like it, but I'm yeah. just
0: always like Jesus Christ! He just punched him in the stomach. For yeah. That's-
1: some serious it seems shit, to be. It, they seem to be more casual about it than the NRL. Like, yeah, you couldn't get away with. No, just... I feel like if I was playing NRL and I did that, someone just dropped me like straight away. Yeah, yeah, well, there's every chance. Yeah, yeah. But they've but outlawed you, the
0: punch now. You can't, so do you can't, can't do that do at all. So yeah. Yeah. just
1: it's just scrappy pushing and shoving, shirt pulling. It's disgusting. Oh, the NRL that that like when they just like out of nowhere someone just comes king hit someone like it seems scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, like well they're big boys. well. When there used to be like
0: dust ups allowed, it was. So it was some wild shit yeah, sometimes, yeah. but now it's all MG. Well, MG, yeah, yeah. MG's got some. Have you seen MG? I've seen highlights? a few highlights. of Mate, them, yeah. he was a fucking and he's animal. such a nice guy. Dude, he's like, like the nicest. guy I know. The world. Me and Eddie were literally talking about it before we get it. We get, we uh, started this. Yeah. He's like the nicest guy. He's like in the world. biggest sweetheart.
1: Like I don't even. I've never saw it, but he's just like I the think it's gentle like, giant. Like nicest guy I've ever yeah. met. Like had so much time. Like didn't know me and just had so much time to just like help out. Like and I just, just a wouldn't sweet, picture sweet of. man, yeah. right? But a full blown animal on. Yeah, well, that's what like people. You know, when I first got up here and obviously, as you probably picked up still, I don't know anything about league, but you, when I get up you, here You keep calling it the league, but The uh, League <laughs> I'm about to go. <laughs> But uh, you know, I tell these people I'm like, Yeah, I'm doing work experience down triple M. And they're like, Oh, who with? I'm like, Oh, this guy, MG And they're like, Whoa Yeah. Yeah, M- not G- in an American accent, but like I was saying, like whoa, man, like he's crazy. Like I'm like, really, like oh, He's the nicest guy I've ever met. Like, yeah, he's, um, a, he's
0: like he's a he's a legend. You know, yeah, yeah. But there's footage of him like in State of Origin, literally just elbowing someone in the head or like missing <laughs> them, but like he's going for it. And yeah. he tells stories of like. You know they were like, just go out there and just fucking rip in and do oh, whatever, no, cause it because that's what you used yeah. to do. And then he just got suspended for like seven weeks after after that game. You know. Good for you, MG.
1: Um. So, are they? Do they call them clangers? Like yeah, if I, I'm good at them. Yeah. So yeah. if you go up on someone's back with your knee. No, no, no. no, no. That's <laughs> I'm good. At, what's that yeah. called? That's a hanger. A hanger. A clanger is when you kick the boy on the full. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And then so the hangers when you go up on your... yeah. Could you go up with your foot? Yeah, you can. You can. You can. So you can basically out. just. Kick a bloke in the back Yeah And get up there Yep But obviously
0: the knee seems more effective
1: Yeah Yeah the knees Have
0: you taken a hang Have you ever t- At least like a couple Oh yeah the- Fucking sick mark I've taken a couple Yeah God dude That's one of my dreams Like Seriously
1: tried, bro like, like a Nat Nui Sort of one getting Yeah I wouldn't so say they're shoulders. that good But they Well yeah. look Don't say yourself short yeah. Dylan I watch them hard. You know what No one knows here In New South Wales stuff And I've taken heaps yeah, of hands Yeah yeah
0: exactly Let it yeah, go yeah, yeah. There's actually a YouTube clip On the internet of,
1: Yeah yeah Of Dylan taking Poor Dylan's hangers, hangers. Yeah. Uh, And <laughs> clangers Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's plenty of those
0: You can find the clangers <laughs> Really <isn't laughs> The hangers are <laughs> <Like, you gotta, laughs> <laughs> Um, and what was my fucking... And then just tackling. You can only tackle between hip and knee or hip and shoulder.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that rattles me with the league is the... You pick someone up by their knees. Like, that's weird. See, I find it incredibly weird that you can't tackle around the ankles. No, so that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Right? You reckon? <laughs> what, an ankle Break tap someone someone's leg, bloke? Man. Yeah, what about if someone... Can you ankle tap? No. You can't even ankle no, tap. No, no, to you can't touch below the hips. But, like, when you tackle someone at full speed, you're running with your shoulder at someone's kneecaps. Like, that's just... Stupid.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean, but it's it's much more about trying to avoid the knees anyway. In that you don't actually want to ever hit the knee so much. Yeah, but because you can cop a knee to the face. Like I feel like, like the
1: guy with the knees is in a lot more risk of the guy tackling you with the knees.
0: Yeah, maybe. Generally, though, they won't go at the knees unless someone's they're running side on the side of them mm. or behind I've watched, them. I've Do watched. I've you know watched. I mean,
1: like no one will, Very rarely, will yeah. Dive. It's like into it's half of now in rugby yeah. union. But That's if some right. if you've got a dirty play, he wants to like if he wanted to cook someone, he could do mm, it. They could do it, yeah, and exactly. there are instances where yeah, that does happen. Exactly. Yeah. So but like many. AFL, like you can tackle like from hips to shoulders only. It's funny though, but you can bump someone into next year because which which yeah. is potentially more dangerous. But but not really anymore because, because if it hurts a head, then, then, then you're fucked. You, yeah.
0: Mate, this is very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm you feel should like join. I'm to point you guys where should play I for the bats. I could definitely go to a game. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we can.
1: We can certainly scream out ball. Yeah, play for the bats. That's my local uh, local team. I go down and watch them. I, yeah. Where I, the, Where do the bats get around? Uh, UNSW. UNSW or UTS bats. UNSW bats. Down at Paddington. Just oh down uh, at yeah. The, oh, down, like down at Trumper. Trumper. Yeah. Beautiful part of the world. Yeah. I could bat up.
0: I could go and have a bat. Yeah. I could Bat. Okay. When do they play? On the weekends. Or do they, <laughs> yeah, do they right. take people like us?
1: Well, they've got like the first, Complete second, third, nobodies? fourth, fifth. So, like dead said, I reckon you could probably do
0: it. No, I don't, no, I don't know thing. if I can play. Obviously, I don't want to go back to my career, but I've got a terrible knee injury
1: back from back in the day, so I don't know if you I, could cheerlead though, bro. I certainly could sing a team song. Eddie, man, I'm gonna hit up the guy. I reckon you could get down there and strap it on for a couple. Eddie, of unfortunately, oh, he's, got
0: the physique. he's got the physique, but he's got none of the skills. Eddie p Peart, no, he just doesn't have any. He doesn't have great coordination.
1: Oh, okay. We played. Well, if you're playing, if you're playing the it depends on the sport on I'm the pretty score. sure the English backpackers is playing the fifth so I reckon so you'd be mate, right so have a go on the fifth because yeah. yeah Eddie's Eddie
0: got bowled four times in a row We But well, how many times cre- do you get bowled man three times <laughs> no, no, fuck we it you always tell this story like <laughs> you're up the upper end scoring fucking mountains <laughs> of runs
1: <laughs> <He> every <Everybody's> time <laughs> <off>. yes <laughs> I got bowled four times <laughs> yeah. yes uh, I was uh, a little hungover uh, got done with uh, a fucking wronging how many times do you get
0: out uh, I didn't get I got caught hitting shots it was so Love good it. Anyway look This was a, You know this Has ended on a bit Of a sound <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's really Really touched a the nerve There hasn't it? He's, he has, still hasn't Lived that down No, nah, mate it was, look, He got bowled Three bullshit. times in a row Yeah so Look was, I'm happy to wear it But as long as he wears it too Mate you know would know not man? Trust me You would not want To play cricket with me bro I've played one game In my life And got out for a golden duck So I literally Haven't been back since Mate you'd be better Than Eddie Don't yeah, worry Well, be, well, well history well. shows I'm probably not No we'll see Look we'll get you well, out I appreciate you Pumping my tyres Yeah no stress, yeah He needs that after that
0: Mate thank you very much for coming in thank Great you
1: boys Eddie you. Burmo thanks
0: um, um, Dylan Friends Podcast again go check it out um, also that's about it really I don't know if we got anything else to say to wrap this up uh, have a Merry Christmas
1: yeah yeah, yeah we'll Merry be Christmas back once
0: more yeah when do you go away 23rd 23rd okay cool well, well this gonna be right. done off air same thanks Dylan <laughs> cheers mate thanks boys good mate. cheers